I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, welcome to the final episode of season five of My Theory Podcast. Hey, chickens. Fabulous Adam Richard here. Thank you for all your messages about the mummy on the Orient Express. Because uh, I'm recording in the future. I'm in the future. I won't get to your uh, your devil theories <laughs> or reactions until next season. But I will get around to them. So, you know, don't, don't hold back. Um, about mummy on the Orient Express, James says, I liked the sarcophagi. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, you made me say it. Instead of sarcophaguses. Uh, anyway, he liked it. Um, and he, there was only one. Why did you Why did you have a plural? There was only one on the spaceship. Um, the train spaceship. Uh, anyway, the sarcophagus. It reminded him of the pyramids of Mars. Uh, the mummy was pretty great, at least until they found an explanation for it. Uh, why bother, I ask? Yes. Although, as I, dis- as I was discussing with the uh, Satan pit... I, I sometimes want an explanation. I don't like too much mythical malarkey. Uh, I liked that it was a, a, you know, a deadly robot. No, it wasn't a robot, was it? It was a, it was a, a deadly soldier from some other war. Anyway, uh, James also said Clara looked amazing. Um, I'll take your word for that. Uh, I do, although I do like a flapper dress. She had a bit of, uh, you know, late season Downton Abbey vibe going on. It, you know, Lady Mary got into the flapper look towards the end of the uh, show. Um, Matt uh, said uh, he's pretty sure that nostalgia tours from Delta and the Bannerman are the ones running these inappropriate space tours on doomed vehicles. <laughs> and I totally agree. Oh, my God. Should we go and watch that one? <laughs> Delta and the Bannerman is... Uh, that's a hard, some hard going. Uh, 
it's a it's a Sylvester McCoy story. I think uh, the first Sylvester McCoy series. So um, still Bonnie Langford. Uh, it's uh, it's confused to say the least. Uh, Dwayne uh, now Dwayne amongst other people has come up with a suggestion for the third giant mass transit vehicle that where things go horribly wrong um because we've had the titanic in space and now the orient express in space and Dwayne suggests around the galaxy in 80 days so of a space balloon that would be interesting a space balloon uh darren says if we're going agatha christie then there's the river cruise oh yes death on the nile uh the orient express obviously and the space vicarage <laughs> The Space Vicarage. Because <laughs> Murder at the Vicarage is uh, Agatha Christie. I think that's... um, It's a Marple. I think it's one of... It's a Marple. It might be the first Marple, actually. I remember it because uh, I did that terrible Marple show for Hard Quiz. Uh, and Mark Gatiss is in the uh, Murder at the Vicarage. He's the rector or something. You brought her. You're... Oh, no. At the, at the, just, it's getting out of control, the dirty jokes. Um, Dr. Simon Exton says, Hindenburg in space. <gasps> yes, Dr. Simon. Uh, by the way, lovely Dr. Simon, who has been working with COVID patients in the UK, has unfortunately come down with coronavirus himself. It's a little bit unavoidable in a healthcare situation. Um, he is recovering, though, so let's all send him our best wishes and uh, hope he's doing well. And thanks for listening, Dr. Simon. Um, also, if you want, you can get onto his podcast, The Exton Moss Experiment, where he gets loaded and watches old TV shows, including my show, Outland. He's very sweet about it. Um, Ross also... Uh, echoes these thoughts he says the hindenburg airship in the space bermuda triangle oh wow i had i don't know how they're going to get the whole bermuda triangle into space but that uh i mean obviously it would be an equivalent a space equivalent of the bermuda triangle have they done one i feel like that's been mentioned somewhere like i'm not really like as much as it sounds like i love and know heaps of doctor who i get i'm I haven't watched the new series as much as I've watched the old series because, you know, it's only been on for the last 20 years. (laughs) I had had 40-odd years of the other one. Um, Also, I find it difficult to make new memories since... I'm like Guy Pearce in Memento. Since I I did Breakfast Radio, like, things just won't go in my head. So if anyone can tell me where the, the Bermuda Triangle... Space Bermuda Triangle has been a thing in the new series of Doctor Who. Please help me out. I need I need all of your <laughs> help. Uh, and maybe I'll go and watch whatever that one is. Um, James uh, also said, third story, Space Hindenburg, all in capital letters. Uh, oh, the inhumanity. He said, it's a giant gas bag, <laughs> gas-filled bag, drifting through the vacuum of space. What could possibly go wrong? Other than tiny meteors. Yeah, no good. Um, gas vampires. Mm. Which then he goes stealth gelth <gasps> because the gelth from the uh, is it the third Christopher Eccleston episode uh, are gas creatures like they live in the gas uh, that is being used being pumped into everyone's house for lighting back in the Victorian era. So yeah, gelth on the the Hindenburg. Oh my god, let's pitch this. Let's pitch this to Chris Chibnall now. Gelth on the space Hindenburg. I'm up. I'm up for it. Um, and then he suggests space Nazis. No, that's too far. Uh, <laughs> all of the above. Oh, James, that is wonderful. I love it. Um, so 
Yeah, I I would love the Gelf, although they were like one of those weird time war casualty things, and the Doctor did send them into nowhere when they tried to take over the whole world, uh, and they got the ancestor of Gwen Cooper. Remember when she like it was played by Eve Miles, the character, and then was she somehow supposed to be an ancestor of Gwen Cooper's, or it was? Is that something that I made up a theory in my head? I can't remember. Um, someone will know. Tell me if you watched Torchwood. I mean, I did watch Torchwood, but I can't remember whether she was meant to be sort of vaguely related to that same character. Anyway, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, I, maybe we should go watch The Unquiet Dead. I remember quite enjoying that one. It's a Mark Gatiss. It's got uh, um, Simon Callow as Charles Dickens. Uh, and, you know, I love a bit of Dickens. And they're doing... Oh, my God. I just read the other day they're doing an adaptation of Great Expectations. And I'm like, didn't they just do that last Thursday with with Gillian Anderson as Mrs. Havisham? Apparently, they're doing it again. They're having another crack. Um, good on them. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's Dickens. You just can you can just keep making that. Have you ever watched Bleak House with Catherine Tate in it? That's quite good. Uh, like everyone's in that. Like it's you know anyone who's ever been any any anything turns up in that Bleak House adaptation from a few years ago. That's probably about twenty years old and now too. Oh my god, I'm getting on uh, now. So for season six, uh, which will start you know Monday, um, I have a crazy idea because. Uh, to save you having to try and catch up with watching all of these episodes that I've been watching, I'm going to take a break from watching Doctor Who, but I'm still going to be doing a Doctor Who-y thing. Next week, I'm going to be playing the Doctor Who VR game, The Edge of Time, on my PlayStation. Now, I know not everyone has a PlayStation, not everyone has the VR thing, uh, and probably hardly anyone's got this game. I get that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through it rather than these kind of recaps where I've just been sort of blithely, you know, saying, oh, this happens and that happens just so I can have my theories. Uh, and also, if you haven't watched the episode, just to remind you, um, I'll I'll be going in a bit more in depth and detail and telling you what's happening. Uh, my hilarious fiance has uh, decided this is a perfect opportunity to film me um, playing the game, uh, possibly just to, as revenge of the many times that I've wandered into the lounge room <laughs> and found him playing something on VR and have interfered with him um, and filmed him <laughs> without his knowledge. <laughs> like, sometimes he'll be playing VR and he plays these, like, zombie games. <laughs> like, you know, there's, like, scary monsters coming down corridors. So I'll... I, and you can see it on the television, what is going on in his helmet. Um so I'll kind of like hide near him while like, you know, low down while he's playing the game. And then when there's, I see something scary coming up, I'll grab him around the waist and he squeals and gets a fright. And it's seriously, I'm a bad person. Uh, also, I film him um, without his knowledge and then play it back to him later. I'm like, look at you, you're an idiot. Uh- <laughs> Just because, like, watching someone play VR is hilarious. Uh, It looks very, very silly. Uh, So, yes, we're going to play The Edge of Time. Uh, So, you don't have to play the game because, you know, it's a game. It's going to be different for everyone as you go through it. And, uh, you know, my episodes for season six will probably be a short season. Um, I'll take you through my experiences playing the game. Uh, If you're worried about spoilers for the game, don't worry. I'll 
you know, I'll try not to do too many and I'll give you a warning. Uh, all right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.